0: Get that sugar rush while you can, Matt. It's time to do a fucking podcast yet again, dude. Welcome to Locker Room Talk, the triumphant return of Robert Ulysses Sheehan. How you doing, bud? I love that nickname, dude. Hell yeah. Hell
1: yeah. Nobody knows who Ulysses S. Grant is in England. No. I mean, if you're an English person and you're listening and you know who Ulysses S. Grant is... And you're you're not Googling it right now. You're not cheating, and you could, in real time, in the live chat, tell me who Ulysses S. Grant is. You will be invited to subscribe to our Patreon. You say no one in London knows who he is. Mm-mm. I mean, I didn't try. I did my presidential bit in London, and everyone said Lincoln, which is which is great. It, yeah. gave, it warms my heart to know that he's yeah. their favorite president. Or yeah. the president that's the most known. Cause I Because not everyone's a Lincoln hater like you, usual-
2: Well, usually most people, I think even when you do the bit here, their favorites will be like Washington or Lincoln. Britain, probably not going to say Washington.
1: Dude, I met an English, uh, can I say this, broad? Yeah, sure. I met an English broad who didn't know who George Washington was. Isn't that crazy?
2: Didn't know who he that's was. That's like
1: me not knowing who women are. Who? Exactly. Yeah. Our mortal enli- enemies, dude. It's good to be back, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Last two weeks in jolly old England. In jolly
1: old England. So some of you... <sighs> some of you correctly guessed that I, in fact, did impregnate that woman.
2: <laughs> and that's why you were gone for the last two I, weeks. I'm not
1: proud of this, but I freaked out. Mm. I freaked out. I'm like, am I ready to be a father of a mixed-race child? mm and and I decided I wasn't, so I, I went to the whitest country I could think of. England.
2: Was England the whitest country?
1: So, dude, London is, like, more ethnic than New York, I think. Really? Yikes. Yeah. I, w- I was like, oh, I'm going to be hanging out with people with English accents the whole time. And, then like, any time I went to buy something, it was, like, an Indian guy, a Pakistani guy, a black guy.
2: They allow Indians in Britain? Can you I know imagine? a little about history. Yeah. I know that...
1: Not so great between those two groups. Yikes, dude. But they both drive on the wrong side of the road. Yes. And, yeah, it's a pretty good time. I miss Finnegan,
2: mostly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like whitest country would be something like uh, Sweden or Norway.
1: Or Finland. Yeah. Finland's Somewhere Scandinavia.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, England, at least like London, there's big cities there. I feel like the white people there's in big England. big cities in London. In L- Big cities in London. Um but yeah, I feel like the um, like the white in Britain is like it's its own brand of white, mm-hmm. where it's like very pale, overbites, really care about the royal family. They put
1: beans on their toast. I got a traditional English English breakfast, and it's yeah, it's like okay, like eggs, bacon, sausage, mm. good so far, right? Yeah, toast. They don't give you butter. They pour beans onto the toast. Isn't that weird? I don't know I don't know what to
2: do
0: with that information. I don't either. It sounds gross. Would you ever put beans on toast, Joe? No. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, but what is how different is that from like say a tortilla? Really? Oh yeah, that is true. Mm. But to to me, beans for breakfast is like, what do I want to have diarrhea first thing in the morning? How is that any different from oats though? It's a high fiber thing.
1: Oh, that's true.
0: I um Tam, look at Joe rationalizing London. Yeah, dude. Have you, you ever been so different. London, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. It was all right. Did you do comedy there? No. I was visiting family. Ooh, you have, fam- you have family all over I the place. I mentioned that in a previous episode and you didn't believe me. Oh, I thought you were doing one of your bits. Nah. Wait, n- Wait, Joe said something and you didn't believe you him? You can't fault me for not <laughs> believing something you say. I'm just saying, dude. I had family. I was like, why are you working But you didn't believe yeah. him
1: when he said he was celebrating Memorial Day because he served. Oh, I do believe that. Yeah, that's the only thing that Joe says that I do believe is that it, that he served in multiple armies, the Israeli army, mm-hmm. the American army, mm-hmm. the Taliban. There you go. Just yeah. all of them. Yeah. So, what was uh, some of the fun stuff you did in London? Ooh, I went to uh, I went to the Winston Churchill War Rooms. Yes, mm. dude. Shout out, shout out to Winston Churchill. If any of his descendants are listening, please subscribe to the Patreon. But it is. Uh, it's a great time. He's one of those guys who also gets attributed a
2: bunch of like really cool misogynistic things he said. Yeah, like there's all these things where it's like, oh, a woman uh, rejected him, and he's, uh, or he was like drunk and uh, somewhat wo- he said something rude to this woman, and then uh, she said something back to him, and he said, well, in the morning I'll be sober, and you'll still be ugly. There's like all these like quotes that Churchill. Apparently, he was a regular old Rodney Dangerfield.
1: Yeah, he actually uh, was the first person to say, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He ghost wrote for Dr. Dre. Right. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. And he won World War II and then almost immediately lost the election for prime minister. Really? Isn't that weird? That's weird, right? Yeah. What was the the reason? Why wouldn't they reelect him after that? I don't know. He was conservative. Yeah. And the Labor Party, they were like, we need like a socialist guy to be prime minister now Mm. because who fights in all the wars, Matthew, the working people. Right. Working class people like Joe. Yeah. That's who fights in the wars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time, dude. They I never uh quite got used to uh, them driving on the left side of the road, and I know that's like a fucking hacky thing to say, but I was never completely comfortable crossing the street. And you know my relationship with crossing the street. Right, anymore.
2: you're yeah you you're real. Fu- well, they have stop signs and lights there.
1: I they, assume they do, but like y- your first instinct when you cross the street as a as a Yankee is to look left. Hmm. But you gotta look right. Wait,
2: so in. So like Yankee in America just means like northerner. Mm -hmm. Yankee in London. Every everyone in America is a Yankee. Mm -hmm. Any Mm -hmm. Mets? No
1: metropolitan. Can we be serious on this podcast? Okay, I'm sorry. Come on. Um, It's it's. uh, I don't know if they would even know what that is. The Mets. The the Yankees. No, I didn't uh, because I'm not a sports guy. I didn't think to like ask anybody any sports questions. Yeah,
2: you asked them about football.
1: Football. Yeah, they pronounce it with a Hispanic accent for some reason. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I well, I remember when I was living in the Czech Republic. uh, Everybody knew the Giants and the Yankees. Mm. The Giants meaning the football team. Okay. Uh, the Yankees and the Cowboys. Luckily, yes. Because if you're just some rube that doesn't know anything, you're like, oh, I guess I'll pick the Cowboys. You know? Yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah. Mm.
2: But uh, yeah. So, what was doing comedy like there?
1: Uh, it was a good time. I got paid money. Yes, like actual money. Yeah, but it was, like, fucking British money, right? It, yeah, it won't transfer. It was pounds. It was pounds. Yeah. Oh, I somehow lost 30 pounds on the way uh, back to America. I think someone s- robbed you? I think maybe somebody... Uh, somebody <laughs> not... <laughs> somebody stole money? Somebody somebody stole even more than $6 from me. Yeah. 30 pounds. 30 pounds, like, through the entire trip? Um. So, here's what happened. I had 30 pounds in my wallet. Yeah. And then I was leaving to go back to New York and... Somehow, in between leaving my Airbnb in London and walking into my apartment in New York, the thirty pounds in my wallet was gone. Mm. so was, nobody took my wallet. How much is thirty pounds? uh American it's money? either more or less than thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you didn't just misplace it it's I mean it's possible, dude, but like i have many character flaws i know yes but i <laughs> but i don't i don't like
0: really lose stuff you know Is this I mean? your punishment for not checking your wallet three times before leaving your airbnb it's po- it's possible dude i do have it three three times re- pat it down mm-hmm.
1: three times yeah so I, were you going just throughout england or was it all the shows yeah I'm dude London? so shout out to southampton shout out to cambridge Shout out to Bristol. Bristol's very cool. Bristol, I imagine, is what San Francisco is like.
0: Full of homeless people and shit.
1: Um, Bristol's what I imagine pre-2011 San Francisco was like. Gay. Mm. Very gay. Less homeless, more gay. Mm. K- hip. Hip. Clean Bushwick. Okay. And I th- I think of pre-homeless uh, people San Francisco as being like clean... Bro- Bushwick. I
0: don't Have know. You been to San Francisco? No, mm. I haven't. That's why he said it's what he imagines it's mm-hmm. like, mm. like the Full House version of San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. Or Monk.
2: Mm. I haven't seen Monk. Mm. I just assume San Francisco is uh, whatever Bob Saget and Dave Coulier and John Stamos are up to these days. They're all dead, dude. Uh, Bob Saget is. Yeah, his- Stamos. In hell. Is alive. Do you think he's in hell? Bob Saget. Yeah. Nah.
0: His name was on the. Uh, Epstein, papers. Bob Saget's in heaven. Why? Because Nikki Glaser wrote that song about him in heaven. Yeah, exactly. She and thought that was going to yeah. be like the tears of heaven. Yeah. For like the comedy community. Yeah. But it was like, it's like you can't be sincere when somebody dies. It's tough. It's yeah. tough. Oh, it's in tough. Comedy. I tell you. Oh, yeah. When someone dies in comedy, you yeah, you can't
1: really write a song in memoriam. You could have some respect, you know. Don't joke about them if they just died recently. Why? Even if they were, like, a little rude to you one time. Who like, was you that? Just who are you talking about? You just
0: let it go. Who who recently died? Mm. Are you talking about that female comedian? Was she rude to you? She was a little rude to me one time. You but didn't? Like, still Damn, I bet Bobby killed her, dude. He was gone for two weeks. He fucking murdered that girl that nobody knew. Nobody got stage time sharing that she was missing. Damn, that's fucking wild, dude. That's fucking wild. You really didn't like her? Let's just say. Uh, just tell us, dude. It's she, what's she gonna do? Not book you on her show. She's <laughs> dead, dude. Fucking tell us what happened. Let's let's just say they're looking
1: for the wrong guy.
0: Whoa, mm-hmm. because a guy did kill her, apparently, according to the rumors. <laughs> yeah, Yikes, I
1: I dude. I love, um, and we shouldn't dox this poor dead woman. Wh-
0: who's gonna fu- What are they gonna do? Steal her ID? See,
1: and by the way, look what I did. I brought it up, and then I was like, Joe, let's take it easy. Are All you? Right? Wanna- I know what oh, I'm yeah. doing. That's fine. Bobby was just
2: talking about the nice time he had in London. (laughs) Joe doesn't say anything. We bring up a dead female comic, and Joe
0: springs into action. I was finally (laughs) fucking putting it together. It was like the last (laughs) piece. And I was like, but who would gain from her death? Mm -hmm. Fucking, we got it on confession, dude. Yeah. Listen, mental
1: illness, substance abuse, it's a serious issue in the comedy community. But what's also a serious issue in the comedy community is people being like kind of rude to me why well, yeah. you
0: you misinterpret like a lot of people as being rude though do you think that's true absolutely
1: dude C- can you name an example
0: yeah like uh that example at uh the comedy shop where you <laughs> kept saying they <laughs> they stole
1: six, th- six dollars from me
0: yeah but like you like i'm gonna on. steal six dollars from you and you see take how it, you dude. like it i'll make it. another six i bucks, guarantee
1: dude. you joe will not care at all i'll what Uh-oh. what if i steal six dollars from you every day did they what? do it to I you every day? No, he, they did it to uh, him once. Listen, I'm making a point that doesn't quite make sense, Matt, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, we And then he murdered the that scenario. fucking poor yeah. mental... Like, this girl who's, like, clearly, like, mentally unwell, and he's like, she was mean to me. She's nuts, dude! dude. And can
1: you... It, it's so funny, like... I mean, not, like, ha-ha funny, but, like, knowing what happened, now seeing all the rubes, like, share all of her tweets and be like, this woman's in trouble... I mean, she was in trouble, but, like, the CIA wasn't after her yeah. or whatever. But all these fucking, like, s- all these simps are like, we have to protect her from her mm. fucking abusive boyfriend, who is just some guy who yeah. probably fucking got doxed. Or there's also a lot of
2: other uh, people who are mentally unwell who are like, oh, we have to convince everyone that this person is, I mean, they're saying it's true because if people find out that's not true, they may think the lies that I'm telling aren't
0: true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. Damn, it was, dude. This is kind of crazy, but um, yeah. Should we
0: put this behind a paywall? This confession. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Uh, well, so
1: was anyone rude to you in London? No, thank God. Everyone's safe in London. Everyone's safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, Someone stole thirty pounds from you, though. That is true. When I find right. out who that is, yeah, then it's it's on site. What right. if it was a club? Uh. I guess well then I have to take it I guess. Mm. If it, well if the London scene's anything like the New York scene, yeah. I have to I have to just get down on my knees and say thank you for the precious stage time, sir. <laughs> Anytime you want to take another 6 dollars from me, please do it. I'm so thankful <laughs> that you would ever put me on stage. Yeah, but no one fuck with me in London, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nice, dude. It was a
1: good time. Yeah. I um London is clean New York. Yeah. It's uh Okay, so I was there for 2 weeks. Guess how many times I saw a homeless person panhandling on the subway?
0: Mm.
1: Thrice. Lower. Two. Lower, Matthew. One. One. Mm. Who was it? One time. What race? Who was it? (laughs) What race? What race? Um, uh, British, uh, African British. I don't know how that works. He was a black guy and Africaner. Yeah. An African. Yeah. (laughs) He was. He was. Isn't that a white South African, African Not in London.
0: The soot makes them black. Ooh, mm-hmm. is
1: that true? I did. Oh my God! Thank you for uh, reminding me. Why I'm here. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the idea that anyone would describe locker room talk is, and Joe's there to remind Bobby of all the great things he's going to yeah. say. I just I keep the flow going. <laughs> yeah. I make sure we're on point, dude. You,
0: are, d- would you say you steer the ship? I'm more of like the producer, okay. uh, on mic producer. Yeah. <laughs> the young Jamie of, of locker room <laughs> talk. <laughs> that would be a good bit where like the biggest
1: guy in a podcast pretends to be the producer. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> what the Adam Friedland
0: show does? Yeah. It this would be is. the second podcast I've done where. Uh, co-hosts have directly associated with a Nick Mullen podcast. <laughs> yeah, where they say, like, stuff that was clearly lifted from one podcast was parallel oh. thinking. <laughs> For a second, I'm like, what is Joe talking about? Yeah. It took me a while to connect Oh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> Damn, so, Matt, you opened up your chakras. You did fucking drugs because you were upset that you Bobby took ran mushrooms? away. Yes,
2: but what were you gonna, there was something Joe reminded you of oh. that you then didn't say. Because he, <laughs> he, sa-
1: he said um, the soot. Yeah. Be, he was yeah, talking about our fucking London, dude. Yeah, I fucking woke up with a sore throat. The f- every day for the first week and a half, I was there. being you were in, in, in the same Airbnb every with Ben <laughs> Miller. <Yep. laughs> Thank
0: you for fucking letting me open for you, Mr. Miller. <laughs> you're you're basically a real scientist. We all know how yeah. much he loves throat fucking, dude. But yeah, yeah
1: it was Ben Miller throat Filler. That's <laughs> <laughs> from your mouth to God's ears, Matthew. Yep. Yeah. So that like. But it wasn't just, because I've sucked a lot of dicks in mm-hmm. my time, you mm-hmm. know? Like, right. that's not that's not what's making my throat sore. It was definitely, like, whatever fucking... But I live in New York, so I don't understand. I guess the fucking smog and soot is different. It's, different. It, it's like you yeah. can't drink the water in Mexico because you don't have the antibodies or whatever. Right. Similar thing with the air in London, I guess. You're acclimated
0: to the New York. It's still cleaner than people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. They think it's fucking smoggy and dirty, but... There's a lot of good air laws in New York. Dude, so
1: shout out to England for hiding their homeless people. I don't know where they're hiding them. They ship them out to
0: Spain. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's what siestas are. (laughs) Just piles of fucking (laughs) (laughs) homeless people. (sighs) Yeah, <laughs> dude, I never knew that. That's wild. Yeah, dude. Fucking read a book, dude. There's a lot <laughs> happening outside the Declaration of Independence, dude. They got a whole fucking import export system of homeless people mm-hmm. outside these continental United did States. Oh, so that's
1: where DeSantis got the idea from? Absolutely. Well, beautiful. Do you think you, you did, enjoy dude? Uh, tea time? Uh, Oh, I couldn't get a good cup of coffee while I was there. But Why? you get tea, right? Yeah, but I'm, I don't fuck with tea. I like coffee. They were We tea. like tea
2: here in America. That's what we call Trump. Tea time is what's gonna happen in twenty twenty
1: four. What an unassuming way to describe domestic terrorism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for tea time. It's oh well I don't know what that means, yeah. but there's no way it could be bad. So the coffee was bad? Um I could only get Americanos. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah t- typical ground coffee. That's like traditional in Europe, dude. Yeah. They, that's like that's why they call it Americano. It's American style. Yeah. Because they only have like espresso. But mm-hmm. Americans are used to the ground, so mm-hmm. in World War II, they would just water down the espresso, and that's why they call them Americanos. Oh shit! You didn't know that? No. Yeah, that's Americano, because it's like it's essentially it has a lot of the same properties, but it has like a little more of the oils and bodiness.
1: Americano is also, I believe, the name of a uh, uh, offspring album.
0: Yeah.
2: Matt, is it?
0: Americana.
2: I don't know. I thought it was just how you said American in Spanish. Ooh. Now, uh,
0: did they just do a long pool of espresso, or did they mix it with water?
1: Uh, There was a water mix Mm. involved. So, yeah, yeah, they
0: had, like, that water uh, off the side and they filled the cup. It was
1: actually cool to watch, but my dumb brain, even though I know it's the same process, because, like, when you put on a Keurig, it just puts water through the beans. But to me, I'm like, I feel like I'm getting less coffee
0: this way. Uh, It's the same. It's just it's like you're getting the same caffeine. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: when I worked at Starbucks in Americana was you put the espresso shots and then hot water. Mm -hmm. My old boss used to get a decaf Americano, and at that point, I'm like, that's so far removed from coffee. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you doing? Flavored water. It's
2: just decaf espresso shots. Yeah. I just remember the espresso shots, there was a decaf one and a regular one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always... I know it's about the same, but it feels like less coffee you're getting. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But yeah, so London is clean New York, but the smog is worse? I guess so. Well, okay, so... But you just can't really see it? The scenery is beautiful and there's not like trash everywhere like we're kind of used to seeing trash everywhere you know like the sanitation department here hasn't quite figured it out i guess yeah when you see a pile they have a
0: union they don't need to figure it out yeah that's true (laughs) why the fuck would they fucking do a better job apparently there was a
1: rail strike the entire time i was there but like the way english people strike is like Uh, some of them don't come to work.
0: Fucking retards. (laughs) That's why we beat their fucking ass. We were stupid. And, like, we were like, well, we want to have slaves and drink coffee. And they're like, oh, we prefer you not to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, rules of engagement and all that. And, like, we were doing fucking guerrilla warfare and shit. Like, we had, like, fucking... Smudges. We used our slaves as human shields Mm -hmm. and, like, fucking threw them onto the muskets. Mm -hmm. So the British muskets were all fucking backlogged with black person fucking entrails and shit. And then we jumped off of the trees and fucking clubbed them to death. Mm -hmm. And then, like, fucking George Washington had wooden teeth, and he would use that to, like, rip off the fucking faces of British people. It was fucking nuts, Joe actually wrote for the 1619 project.
1: This was his submission.
0: Dude, isn't that better than that fucking faggot shit Hamilton, dude? No singing and dancing. (laughs) Just fucking Americans being real ass. British people being fucking dumb, dude. That's what it should have been, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, damn, that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. We did invent guerrilla warfare in a lot of ways. I had um outside of you know Africa. And
1: <laughs> I had a teacher that brought up basically what you're bringing up is that uh, Americans weren't uh, go- abiding by the rules of warfare because they were doing. Uh, Guerrilla warfare—they weren't like standing in a line and shooting—and that was a big thing back then. The British were like Americans; they're not gentlemen. They fight like savages. And the reason my like eighth-grade teacher brought it up was because he was like, "So keep that in mind when you think about like suicide bombers. Like we think that that's not uh, couth or whatever, but like, is, can you say that? And it's only uncouth, right? Yeah, you can't say not couth." yeah fucking retard it's uncouth but i never no one ever says cooth. no yeah shout out in the comments if you kn- if you know what
0: cooth means if you might be like major, from a dead language yeah couth, and then like we just only know it is uncouth
1: so my teacher got like kind of some blowback because this is post 9 11 america yeah and he was he like pulled a
0: bill maher he really did yeah yeah he probably watched that episode the other night mm-hmm. and he was like damn I'm going to blow some kids mind. Yeah. And instead the kids like got his ass fucking fired. How, how lame is that to fucking lose your job as a teacher? You don't even get to fuck a student. Like you literally, he literally tried to teach you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, and and he's he's not wrong, mm-hmm. but America was so sensitive mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. You think if you're right. like if you're a
2: teacher and you say something and then because you don't just get fired immediately usually, there's like a hearing or there's some like communicate. You think during that time you start fucking the students? Figure if I'm going out, let me go out strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Showing up to like the school. What do you got like, to lose yeah. at that point? Mm-hmm. Swim practice. Showing up to swim practice. Yeah. Picking him out i uh, I
1: think that um I think he had like beef with like one of the students. Which, a- which, as like as an adult now, I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? You got to be
0: careful with that, dude, because now kids will take a fucking gun and blast your <laughs> ass, dude. It wasn't like the fucking nineties where you could just shove them in a locker mm-hmm. and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Now they're like gonna fucking map out the school, fucking mm-hmm. snipe your ass like it's Quake or some shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking say, cool. Say what you want about guns,
1: they are the great equalizer.
0: That's pretty yeah. fucking damn. Like, let them be trans if that's what if they're gonna fucking if they're willing to kill for it and. How crazy is that every school shooting in America has been done by a trans student?
1: Every single one? Every
0: single one. It's always been traced back to uh, a radical Muslim trans student. Oh my God! Isn't that nuts? They, that, and like, it's never fucking reported on. It's not. It's not talked about. We're not what if to
2: fucking about? like Smith and Wesson had a trans activist do an ad for them? Is that how we get every conservative to h- give their Dylan Mulvaney <laughs> like, just fucking Dylan deep throating yeah. a fucking gun? <laughs> you have to pry my gun from my cold dead hands. and You put Dylan Mulvaney on every gun in the country. Yeah. And we, we just that's instead of having to have a program like Australia. We just put a trans person on the guns and we get all of them back. Definitely should have done that. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to outlaw guns or have any more gun control laws. Just fucking put Dylan Mulvaney on every AK in the country.
1: AKs, by the way. I love that AKs is like a fucking old Soviet-grade weapon, but fucking rappers always talk about them anyway. Yeah, I think it's because AKs rhyme with a lot of stuff. Mm. Like AKs, no way,
0: I'm gay. Didn't the government distribute a bunch of AK-47s into like predominantly black neighborhoods? Is that true? Yeah, along with crack. And AIDS? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not, dude? Like, let's see what happens. There's a basketball. Let's see what happens if we make... We, we gave fucking white people the suburbs, and we gave black people like AIDS and fucking AK-47s and crack. And look how gonna, cool the ghettos yeah. are, and look how fucking lame the suburbs are. Suburbs people are just riding lawnmowers, playing fucking darts and shit. Mm. Fucking the ghettos, man. We're fucking shooting. Mm. We're dancing. You got a big fucking black woman with an ass twerking. It's fucking tight, dude. Nothing better than an ass twerking, I have yeah. to say. Yeah. I'm not
1: even an ass guy, but when you see twerking... You're not an ass guy, um. Yeah, titties over ass for sure. But mm. you wouldn't turn away a big ass. I wouldn't
0: throw a big ass out of bed. Have you yeah. ever eaten ass? <laughs> and I didn't do that when Ben. Uh, Come on, Ben Miller fucked you. <laughs> is that what you were gonna say? I actually accidentally almost called Joe Ben. Why? I'm gonna because uh, okay. you look at me as a strong like leader figure, mm-hmm. like I'm the boss on this. You're podcast. the
1: you're the Ben Miller right now. Yeah, and then oh, back cool. in England,
0: Ben Miller was the Ben Miller. Ben
1: Miller is the Ben Miller. Nice. Yeah.
0: How was he as a headliner? Was it scary?
1: (laughs) He was great, man. Yeah. 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 Did you
0: guys have a host, an opener? Uh, That was me. You. Uh, So you hosted and opened. Yes, sir. Just one. Just. I just did like
1: twenty minutes up top, and then Mm -hmm. brought up the and and uh, at like the Southampton show. I did like twenty five minutes and just brought Ben up.
0: Did you like say like I can guess the famous last words of every prime minister?
1: Um, I I apologize for because I did my last president's uh, last words of every president's bit. Yeah. And they know more of our presidents than we know of their prime ministers. But I briefly apologize for not knowing their prime ministers. I told them all I know is Winston Churchill and Girl Reagan, which is Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. They yeah. seem to like that. British people like mm. when you call Thatcher Girl Reagan. What yeah.
0: about Hugh Grant from Love Actually? Ooh, He was a prime minister. I haven't seen Love Actually, actually. What, why not? Oh, uh, well, you wouldn't like it. There's no war going on. <laughs> yeah. It's not historical. It's just but, uh, British um, people being in love,
1: actually. Tony
0: Blair. Tony Blair.
1: Okay, so I had a conversation with an English comedian, and he was like, mate. He, they say mate. He was like, I can't name any president besides, like, the big ones, of course. Yeah. Oh, he was
0: giving you criticism on your act? Uh,
1: yeah, he, after he was like, dude, that was terrible, like, you should yeah. quit, blah, blah, yeah. blah. All right. Which is,
0: like, constructive criticism that a lot of people... Well, I mean, quit. like, we do hate it when, like, these Chinese people get on stage at, you know, one of our venues... Mm-hmm. And like they talk about like building walls mm-hmm. and like or the gu- oh yeah. we
1: invented gunpowder yeah
0: or yeah. we like gong yeah or like they're like hey let me let me play a little tr- let me play a joke <laughs> and then he fucking pulls out like a little ass dick and he fucking takes a piss right in my coke yeah Woo. and I was like god damn dude not a very good joke but yeah. he saw it through till the end first of
1: all he said N- me no joke and then he does a joke mm-hmm. yeah that's that you're lying to your audience dude yeah. You know, but it, but he was telling me the, the English comedian was like, I know George W. Bush because cool. he's our age and fucking the Iraq war. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the same reason we know Tony Blair.
0: Yeah. I don't know Tony Blair. Who's that? He's uh, he was like the George W. Bush of England. Sounds gay. Uh, yeah, he was gay. Shit. I believe we want a fucking war so I don't have to keep up on BBC. The only BBC I need belongs to Mandingo. Okay. All right. Shout out Mandingo, honestly. If you're listening, Mandingo, please subscribe we should to get him on. The, I want to start getting po- porn stars on the podcast. Yeah? Yeah, we got a mm. fucking cover for the couch. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've never done a podcast with a porn star before. Why? Are you nervous? <laughs> have you, actually, though? I
1: have. With who? Mo the Monster. Who? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mo the Monster. That was, that was a little Easter egg for those. Oh, didn't you show off your penis, too? Showed off my penis. We actually measured each other's penises to see who, whose was bigger. Um, Between Bobby And Mo the Monster, who do you think
0: had a bigger dick? Well, are they taking it in in proportion to body? He was actually like my height. Oh. I feel like most... I knew that, but I was curious (laughs) how that was going to come out. (laughs) I feel like most male porn stars are... Like, because female porn stars aren't fucking giant, Mm -hmm. and like when they are, it's like it's specifically to be like a fucking giant woman.
1: It's a good avenue for like a kind of Mo's not ugly, but he's not like like a super handsome dude. He's the most handsome guy in porn. Um, probably James Dean.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, he's the most handsome.
1: Yeah, I I don't think so. You don't see you don't get a look at their face a lot.
0: Yeah, but he's like a scrawny dude. Oh, really? It's like Johnny Sins is like. I would have said Johnny Sins. guy, yeah. Mm. He's also funny, dude. Yeah. Johnny Sins is funny. He doesn't rate people like, unfortunately, James Dean did. Yeah. Yikes.
2: Um Yeah, there's some of the guys who are like not even. just like skinny dudes with huge dicks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a life. Mm. Yeah, you know, dick's so big you don't even go to the gym.
0: Yeah, basically. You're like, fuck this, dude. Yeah. I got a big dick. No need to.
1: I mean, that's the Pete Davidson vibe for days. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Also, uh, like, bring up the fact that your dad died in 9-11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think he was sad about that, for <laughs> real? <laughs> no, um, I think he was chill.
1: Yeah, I think he was I think he was just, like, smoking weed and thinking yeah. of jokes for the
0: SNL opening monologue. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be sad if my dad died. Really? Yeah. Uh, w- I'm trying to come to terms with that.
1: Okay. Your real biological dad, any right? Any of
0: them. <laughs> stepdad, any of your dads? I'd probably be more bummed about my stepdad. Yeah. You
1: like your stepdad,
0: Joseph. I do. But you don't know how you'd feel if he died? I'd be bummed, but I wouldn't be, like, life's over, mm-hmm. you know? I think my parents did a good job of raising me that I'm, like, an apathetic adult. <laughs> and, like, I won't be, like, mommy, daddy if they die. Uh-huh. Which I think is actually, like, more important. Because I got, like, family members. Not immediate family members, but some members of my family are, like, very attached. And they, like, give their parents. Like, they're somebody my age. I'm trying to be vague just in case. Right. I have family members that are like... Well, who is it, Joe? Well, it's actually my cousin. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He he just folds immediately. (laughs) Because
0: that's what you do when somebody asks a question. (laughs) Oh, he escaped me because maybe they might give me a career. Yeah, she gives her fucking mom, like, all of her paycheck. What's her name? Huh? Oh, I guess I could say it's Christina. She's just going (laughs) to fucking... Dude, shout out Joe. He's like, Uh, he'll do it. You're not going to... It's (laughs) like, whatever. I got, like, this other cousin. What's her last name? Huh? What do you think? gorman oh well cousins (laughs) don't always have the same Well, you got to do a little bit of work locker
1: room talk fans
0: you know what to do (laughs) she just gets a dozen roses the next day (laughs) like fucking roses it's like people are like fucking making sure she gets home all right and everything it's like the loyal fan base it's like they're protected they're like dr gorman you've always been cool (laughs) don't go into surgery tomorrow (laughs) i'm sorry so you were saying ah she just like gives her like it's like if her mom died, it would be like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Whereas if my mom died, I'd be like, fuck. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. you
1: know. <laughs> that's, that's your impression of your mom. Th- f- like you forgot to
0: pick up the dry cleaning. Yeah. I uh, get like a text, fuck. like, fuck, dude. Where Do I have to like fucking go? That sucks. Like, that's like a part of being older now is mm-hmm. like, what are you going to do when all these fucking family members mm-hmm. start dying? That what is how I, when my
1: uncle died, I did, you know, later I had time to be sad. But That's your
0: fucking dad's or mom's responsibility when an uncle dies. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with grandparents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parents try to put that shit on their kids. No. It's yeah. your parents. Yeah, I, I take I care of my immediate parents and maybe my sister. But my sister makes enough money. She's independently wealthy. Doesn't need me. My parents have enough money that they can, like, live in a home, mm-hmm. you know? I think you were probably the oldest of... You don't have any living grandparents, right, Bobby? No. I'm
2: I don't lucky. either. I th- were you the old... You do? I have one left. Yeah. I'm curious... You're yeah. boring
0: Bobby, Matt.
2: <laughs> I'm curious when you're older, because my last living grandparent died. Actually, not as... So I had two grandma. I never met of my grandfathers. Like, mm-hmm. one of my grandmas died when I was, like, 12, and the other one died... Like maybe eight or nine years ago, but we—my dad wasn't that close to his mom. Like she wasn't around a lot, Um, so I didn't have much of a relationship with her. But yeah, I wonder what's the relationship in like an adult and their grandparent. Oh, I mean, it's not like
0: you don't even have much of one. I mean, I should probably—I keep thinking like, I keep having a reminder to call my grandfather, and it's like I keep like putting it off. I call him every once in a while, though. Do you yeah. have to, like, talk, like, louder and slower? Yeah, all the time, dude. Yeah. He's hard of hearing. He refuses. to. He has, like, ear cancer now, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's the thing is, like, you just live long and, like, so what? What's worse? People, ear wha- cancer or hearing aids? Clearly, fucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. Nah. Keep going. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, what's the point of, like, people always, like, want to live forever. Like, what's the point of, like,. You just end up alone because, like, everyone else dies. Yeah. So that sucks. You could
2: be Al Pacino, eighty-three years old, having a kid.
0: Yeah, but that's, like, what a fucking hassle that is. And now he fucking ruined a bitch for another nine months. Yeah. Now he's got to find a new one, dude. (laughs) That is, like, fucking wild, these old Italian men. What a horny fucking race, dude. Yeah. Can you believe people are like, oh, yeah, Italians are white? Get out of town, (laughs) dude. That is some fucking minority shit right there, right? Yeah, that's true. Come on, dude.
2: Yeah, De Niro and uh, Pacino. In that the is 80s. some minority two. shit. De Niro, too,
0: yep. Wow. Mamma mia, they've been dipping into the spaghetti. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, speaking of dipping in the spaghetti, me and you, we were at a fancy Italian restaurant last night for our friend Robbie Goodwin's birthday. Ooh. That's right. John's on 12th Street. It's right. a pretty good spot. Good Italian, dude. I got the chicken parmesan. Ooh. It was us, Robbie, and our dear friend, Real Online Boy.
1: Oh, shout out, Real Online yes. Boy! Yes, very Love cool. Who
2: Joe continuously would call real at the dinner
1: table.
0: <laughs> I don't know what else. I don't know his real name. So it's <laughs> like, I'm realizing by first name. now that neither do I. Yeah. Sam, I only saw that because like he did send me um. a <laughs> Venmo, and I was like, oh, who the fuck is this? I thought I was getting scammed for a second. Because I'm like, the fuck? Oh, oh, okay. It's real. <laughs> it just got real. Yes. But yeah,
2: it was a fun time. That was what was it like? Tony Soprano punched someone in that restaurant. Uh, he kicked in
0: a mobster's teeth. Oh, the, the fucking curb stomping yeah. shit! Yeah,
1: yeah, because the guy said something untoward towards Meadow. The
0: guy put a finger in Meadow's mouth, Bobby. Ooh, that's, that's Joe Soprano fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> he made he made her put her big toe in his mouth. Okay, I'm at listening. gunpoint.
1: Yeah, was this before or after you did Shrooms?
0: Um, yeah, tell us about. It was a couple of days. Eye. It was a couple of days after. Did you see any visuals?
2: Um, not really.
0: How I did. did you take? Um, I think it was about three grams. No, you didn't. Yeah, three grams.
2: It was oh, spread over a few hours. Three. How much? How much? It so was chocolates, and I had um three rows of the chocolates. Three. Wait, three, three little bars. Three little. Yeah. They sa- and it. they said each one would she had they were I think each one was a gram no, and I each had each like one tw- was
0: not a gram, dude. An entire bar is like four grams of, of shrooms altogether. Uh we split 'cause ho- we split a full yeah. bar and
2: I had more of it.
0: You you probably did so like two, two to, to three, three grams okay, yeah. at most.
2: Yeah. Um but yeah, I had never done it before and it was um so at first we were it was on Memorial Day. We did it for the troops. Okay
0: um and if people were there just uh two dude how could you not say you have a crush on this girl when you're doing it you're doing uh, like something so intimate like shrooms dude i've never done shrooms before is it like an intimate thing yeah it's a very intense spiritual experience that's why you got to do with like a good friend
2: well yeah so it's a comedian friend of mine and she (laughs) said she had shrooms and i'd said i'd never done them before she was like memorial day do you want to do that and i was like yeah because i like know her and like
1: trust her enough that i'm like we're cool so they're you need yeah. a good set and setting and part of that is
0: to have good company
1: yeah i'm, uh, t- I'm speaking as someone that ate shrooms one time and it didn't work
0: but where were yeah. you and how much did you do
1: i had uh, uh one stem i uh it was a mushroom with a cap
0: yeah it ha- it looked like long a and thin mm-hmm. okay
1: yeah and uh i had it in a peanut butter sandwich and I was just like with my boys, and I was also drinking the whole time. Mm. So part of me, tell me if this makes any sense. Part of me was like, did I get too drunk for the shrooms not to, to work? But that doesn't.
0: It just depends. You might have just had like some bunk shrooms. Bunk mm. shroom, D- but yeah, if your serotonin levels are fucked up, they won't work either. Oh if really? You do any other drugs beforehand?
1: No, uh, in college I was just like strictly alcohol, but someone had shrooms and they were like, "Here, have one."
0: One time I did DMT and nothing happened because I took like a eighth of shrooms the day before. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was like my my, my brain was all fucked up. And oh, I, I might have smoked.
1: Uh, I I definitely didn't do it that day, but maybe like the day before I smoked weed. Is Weed's that, fucking
0: yeah. awesome. Weed won't affect shrooms like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did you also smoke weed, Matthew? No, just shrooms. Where were you? Central Park. Central Park. Park. Yeah. Where in okay. Central Park? Um so at first we just um were you on the Manhattan side? The whole thing is Manhattan. Oh yeah, that's right. East <laughs> side or west side? Um east. Okay. And that's the romantic side. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on, Matt. You can't just say um, like I thought we were hold hands and have a spiritual experience. <laughs> it's a spiritual experience, dude. I don't do shrooms yeah. with people I'm like casual friends with. Joe would never do yeah. shrooms with me. Yeah, I would just yeah. do shrooms by myself and force yeah. you to do shrooms by yourself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking um. tie you to a chair and fucking <laughs> force them in your mouth. Hold your fucking nose shut, your mouth, and then like fry your fucking. Give them, pucker your lips so it's open. Yeah, and forcing just, like, someone to take shrooms. Yeah, like mm, yummy, yummy, Super Mario, eat your shrooms. <laughs> and Bobby's like fucking crying, yeah. and then I just leave him out in the woods and. <laughs> Like have it hit him? That'd be yeah. awesome, dude. Well, I so first time you did shrooms, who yeah.
2: Was it with someone? Yeah, it
0: was with my buddy Amin back in San Francisco. We were yeah. at. Uh, we actually looked over the Golden Gate Bridge. This was awesome. Yeah. Uh, we Dust did it. jumped. Jump. We did it at dusk. No, we were at the Presidio overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge, yeah. and it was night. It, the, and oh my god! Like when the stars started coming out, I I was like getting visuals. I saw like the whole sky looked like it was breathing. I saw what looked like a rocket ship. I thought I saw a dragon coming out of the bay. I was having such a great time. And I was saying, how funny would it be if we actually are seeing a spaceship? Because he was looking at it, too. I said, how funny would it be if that was actually a spaceship and aliens chose only to reveal themselves when we're on shrooms (laughs) so no one would believe us? Okay. And he was like, that's awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah. I've always had a great time on shrooms. I've had a 50/50 time on acid, but I love shrooms. I think uh yeah, I love I'm probably way- going to do it again. It was Did awesome. it open up like your did you feel like you could breathe deeper at one point? Maybe. So basically,
2: um, I've always said when I'm on edibles, <laughs> excuse yeah. me. When I'm taking edibles, it feels almost like um, something is behind my eyes and gently pushing down, but I'm not tired. This felt like that but a little bit wavy.
1: Ooh. And we were
2: sitting down just on the grass for a while, and then we stood up and started walking around, and then it was like, I was like Alice in Wonderland, then it was just, I didn't like see anything like a spaceship or anything, but just walking around and being like, this is beautiful. Would you see like
0: the trees breathing?
2: No, but it was just like everything just felt amazing. Did and you like, hear a whisper, like, kill, kill, kill? I would just see things in Central Park that I knew were there but was still amazed by them. And one of I was just like, fucking, what are you going to tell me next? There's a zoo in here? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, just walking around. I started feeling the rocks. That felt The rocks felt really cool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, then just walked around Central Park for a few hours And then uh, went uh, back to Jersey and walking through the Oculus on shrooms is also very cool. I bet, dude. Um, And then as I was coming, uh, I was coming down pretty much on the way back and then got home and watched uh, Rodney Dangerfield classic back to school.
0: The best part of the come down on shrooms is you smoke some weed and it (laughs) reactivates everything. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but yeah, for our first time on show, it was just with a comedian friend of mine walking through Central Park.
0: Maybe I more felt like than I did it right. Stay tuned, folks. <laughs> I think we got ourselves a Ross and Rachel <laughs> in our hands. <laughs> Where they're dude. always on a break. Damn, yeah. dude. Matt's falling in love. Bobby's a globetrotter. What's, What's going Joe on? doing? Oh, don't worry about what I'm doing. I got <laughs> big plans. I got big plans in the works. So stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Joe We're revealed to us right before we
1: started recording that he's also going to take a two-week sabbatical this summer. I'm out of here, dude. I'm going mm. to
0: Denver, Colorado. That's
2: where um, your Gumar is going to see Taylor Swift. That's right. Are
0: I'm you going too? I'm not going to Taylor Swift. I'm, just <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, smoke some legal weed. Hopefully, uh, we get some shows lined up. So, uh, if you have any bookings, July 9th through nineteenth. Let Joe Gorman know. Yeah. I'm going to go to Denver, and then I'm going to fucking do a little more exploring along the uh, continental trail. But, yeah, it was uh,
2: doing the shrooms also. It was very nice because um, I had, like, a crazy weekend. We were doing Fight Club. We did three states in three days. I heard the
1: Connecticut show was really good. It was
2: incredible, Bobby. Where were you? Friday night, we were in Philadelphia, Saturday, Connecticut, and then Sunday, back at the stand, and uh, very stressful because of the travel and everything. And also, just this. the introduction jokes that I write every week is like fine. But doing three shows in three days, I didn't think about it until I was like, damn, I had to write 30 jokes in three days. He could have
0: died. Yeah. <laughs> What's so fucking funny, dude? And Matt was like fucking like his hand was all like in a cast. I was like, <laughs> yeah. what is it, Matt? What could it be? And he was like, I had to write 31 jokes. He wrote an extra joke just in case, dude. Yeah. You know what we call that in the military? Above and beyond. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I go above and beyond for Comedy Fight Club. And knowing that, he wrote them,
1: you know, days, possibly weeks in advance. Yeah, of course.
0: Um, to, and you know what? You know what? It all paid off because Sunday we saw 12 of the least confused audience members <laughs> in the history. And they all they all had an okay time. Ooh, <laughs> they have an okay time. They had an okay time. Joe was judging at the stand on Sunday. Nice S- Judging. Yeah. And then I also gave feedback on the performances. Yes. F-
1: judging and feedback?
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Was
1: it not at all sarcastic and earnest? It's always from the heart, dude. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is something about you, Joseph. You always speak from the heart. Always mm. speaks from the enlarged heart. It was uh, <laughs> it was
0: downstairs, and then we watched the series finale of Succession. Okay. I didn't. I don't I didn't. know a goddamn thing about that show. I think you'd like it. Okay. Now don't be careful. I've had some <laughs> podcast co-hosts. I've lost their damn mind watching Succession, but. I've watched it and I loved it. I thought I it was a very good show. The next, show.
2: I had, I'd have to watch like from the beginning, so I need something to happen. Another broken arm, another mm-hmm. brain surgery, pandemic, locker
1: room talk. Fans, you know what to do: <laughs> break Matt's other arm, yes. or put another uh, gay thing in his brain. Right, nice.
2: Um, but yeah, it seems like a good show. I had a, I actually had a spot after Fight Club Sunday ooh, also. Where was ooh, this? At the Whiskey Cellar, which Who was that? was Cellar Seventy Seven was climate lounge
1: now it's, it's the first place i did comedy folks. really mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be a national monument when it yeah. closes because of that fact But who show were you doing uh sb oh. for a uh, friend
0: of the show sb river maybe more than friend if matt <laughs> plays his cards <laughs> right i can so never, mench- was, I, I was I wondering. never i can never mention any female comedian on i show. was wondering why matt was wearing like a suit uh <laughs> sunday at fight club and i was like damn matt what what's going on dude and he was like i got a date after fight club and yeah. i was like oh uh-huh. damn dude <laughs> all right man well fucking congratulations and now it's like oh he had a date all right yeah a date with destiny did the spot go well
2: spot went very well did it was a fun it? show i didn't of course it went well i it was one of the, it was a weird crowd so i didn't think it was going to go that well so yeah. i didn't even think to record it and
1: then it goes really well, well you're you're not a record your set guy anyway
2: I would be for, like, clips. I don't necessarily record to listen back, um, but that's also only because, uh, like, I am very critical, and when I listen back, I'll sometimes be like, it wasn't as bad as I thought, and I would rather think it's as bad as I thought. So That makes me better. You're
1: supposed to, um, quote-unquote, supposed to listen to your sets so that you can get better. Right. Yeah. But to me, I listen to the good ones and I'm like, <laughs> I'm the fucking man. Yeah. And then I never listen to the bad ones. Yeah. So it serves it serves absolutely no. Yeah. purpose. Yeah. I think it's good to record the stuff for clips because there's
2: like there's a bit that I have. that's like about it's like topical. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, you want to get it on tape and have it out there because in six months I won't be able to do it. What anymore. was the joke? Um, it was about the uh, Bud Light. Well, just tell uh, us. Tra- Controversy. What's up? What's I up with Bud Light giving me a fucking a...
0: boner with all these chicks <laughs> on the on the fucking can, huh? I hey, s- hey, Bud Ludd, I'm trying to have a refreshing piss water beer, not fucking yeah. cum in my fucking pants. Well, that's the bit. So I don't even have to do it. Now. <laughs> well, it sounds perfect, no. Matt. I yeah. think I don't think you, I don't think you need to record it anymore, yeah, dude. No. You know what the masterpiece looks
2: like. That's true, um, but I didn't realize like it's the same like bartender and people at the venue. Um, But they just have, like, every whiskey uh, you can imagine there. I was like a kid in a candy shop just in the little downstairs room where the uh, host stands off the side of the stage just looking around at all the whiskeys they have. Did they give you a free drink? uh, They gave uh, me—I paid for a drink, and then they gave me a taste of a couple other whiskeys. Just as I was talking to the bartender about the ones that I've uh, heard of but haven't tried because they're too expensive, and he just gave me a taste of a few Uh of them.
0: You heard it here first, dude. Matt no, got a taste. No, the
1: little uh, Spanish guy.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Those guys, those guys rule. Yeah. That's a nice time. I might just, like, I might fuck around and hang out at a show. You got to pay for a ticket if you go. I might just p- buy a ticket, Joe. Do you think you could help me uh, figure out how to purchase a ticket online for the comedy Absolutely show? Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn. Well, i for a whiskey seller. Yeah. I don't,
0: I've never been there. Well,
1: yeah. If they open up a store next, uh, a bar next door that says, like, seltzer. Yeah. Seller, I might go seltzer and bitter seltzer and bitters, seltzer seltzer maybe. And bitters? Mm-hmm. you'd
2: go to a show called seltzer and bitters I don't know about that <laughs> That's a good
0: one um, I have a show called seltzer and bitters yeah. do you really uh-huh. how long for a year and a half oh that's beautiful Jill. yeah uh, but As long as locker room talk has existed yeah yeah wow Is simultaneous projects I know yikes
1: but yeah, yeah, eventually so we're
0: going to have to cull the herd. <laughs> so
2: after doing the spot, three shows in three days, just like a full day with nothing on the schedule and just doing shrooms in Central Park for the first time, it was the best way to end the weekend.
1: Yeah. It almost makes you grateful that all of those troops died. Oh, so yeah. So that we had Memorial Day, so that yeah. you could take shrooms in the yeah, park. Yeah, exactly. We need more three-day
0: weekends. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. In England, they just... Sorry, this is annoying, I know. But in England, they have... Bank this holidays. is going to be the next three months of the podcast. It is, dude. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Um. I just got over talking about Israel. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm going to talk about a country that even has a worse reputation as yep. far as human rights goes. Yeah. Um. They have bank holidays. I'm sorry, Bumps. Ugh. They have bank holidays for like no reason. Is that what they call Jewish holidays there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they call it bank holidays because the bank's closed, which are run by the Jews. And there's no re- like we there always has to be a reason for why we take off of work. The British, I guess, are just like, well, you need to take off from work sometimes. Yeah. So like they just sprinkle them throughout the year. Yeah. So the, so they had a bank holiday on the same day as we had Memorial Day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you also have Memorial Day. And they're like, we don't know what that is. They don't. They don't know what Memorial Day is. Mm. Well,
2: it's the day you do shrooms for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? Uh, you've done shrooms by yourself before, right? Oh, I. That's I think my, my favorite. Th- yeah. So my thought was, um, I didn't know what to do for being on shrooms, and um, uh, I remember like a year or so ago, you posting being in Central Park on shrooms. Yeah, dude. So that was my first thought, and then um, when I recommended it, uh, my friend Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Barnett, funny comedian. Love of Matt's life. Sure.
0: <laughs> and Sherpa yeah. to the spirit realm.
2: Yeah, she uh, she said that that was uh, that outside is good, which is is that true? Doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't inside outside. She inside said good,
0: you can control the environment.
2: She said she's done uh, done shrooms of uh, uh, several times inside and she wanted to do outside more.
0: I mean, it's better if you're it's the summer.
1: Yeah, that's true. Have you ever
0: had a bad trip, Joe? Not on shrooms. On acid. On acid, yeah.
1: Because I've I've heard uh, like people are like I've been to hell and back because I
0: took it like. Nah, acid. I, I was just like, damn, my life sucks and I'm very unhappy. But then I was like, I'll figure this out. <laughs> and like I fucking was like, all right, let's just fucking get this shit over with. Because mm-hmm. I knew, I'm never like, ah, oh, I'm in here forever. Oh! Yeah. It was never that. I was like, fuck. All right, I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. And then I was fine. I I made it through that.
1: I'm imagining uh, Joe has like a split personality during his bad trip. And the one Joe is like, my life sucks. I hate it. And the other Joe is like, Joe, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Relax, Joe. Inside of you are two wolves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two Mm J-wolves. Inside Um, of you are two wolves named Joseph Gorman because he somehow cloned himself and he's raping you. What's the wildest thing you've seen on shrooms
2: with the visuals or whatever it is? I know people would say things like, oh, you meet God if you do too Have much, you seen a woman like doing comedy well?
0: No. That will never happen, dude. Yeah. Not in this There's realm. no
2: drug you could take for that That's I, I did shrooms so much that the female comedian I was with said some things I found funny. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. It's Uh-oh. crazy.
0: <laughs> you should judge a comedy fight club. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe we go back to my place afterwards. Watch a little war movie. Saviour Private Ryan. I watched it. I was watching it with some guys. I had to explain it to them for the Patreon. It was pretty cool. I do
1: remember Matt explaining Saviour Private Ryan to me.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: he did explain that it was not the Demi Moore movie. (laughs) I'm a fucking retard. It was in G.I. Jane. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, where's
0: Demi Moore? And you were like, what? Yeah. I'm sorry. I got my movies mixed up. Every other celebrity was in that movie, though.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, I watched um, Training Day. On the plane ride home, I've seen it before, but I watched it for the first time in ten ten years. What yeah. about Training Day? Uh, I mean that's what I'm. That's my life now. It's like an yeah. eight hour flight home, huh? It's uh, depressingly long. I watched Training Day and I watched the Simpsons movie. The Simpsons movie holds up. Yeah,
0: nice mm-hmm. original riders.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was right before the downfall. I uh, learned, by the way, that I can't um, sleep on airplanes. Oh no, why? I took my. <laughs> <laughs> i took <laughs> i took my first um red eye from new york to london thinking like i'll sleep yeah and then i just was fucking wide fucking awake the whole time was this
2: I, uh was it the longest flight you've taken or check no i've
1: been while. to australia oh okay i must i don't remember because i was a kid but i must have slept on that plane because
0: it's 20 hours in total You're like how old were you when you went to australia 12 I your think. fucking parents made you do that long ass trip
2: at 12? I liked it. Why?
0: What, did you, what, what, what was the reason of going to Australia? I was a student ambassador. For what? So, uh,
1: Eisenhower, when he was president, uh-huh. he decided, because World War II just got done, and he was like, man, that shit was crazy. So he created this program where Americans go to other countries and kids from other countries come to America. Yeah, yeah, foreign exchange. Yeah, but you don't necessarily have to equally exchange. Like, groups just go to places. So,
2: like, we give them a ginger and they give us, like, a football player? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They don't, it's
1: uh, it's not always fair. Right. So, did you go with a group of people? I went with a group of other 6th or 7th graders or whatever. How many people
0: were in that group?
1: Um, Probably, like, the size of a class, whatever that is. 20, 25. Was
0: everyone on the same flight? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. it was,
1: like. I feel bad for the adults that were on there It was, like, way. my
2: birthright trip
1: kind of like yeah like a bunch of pe-
2: a bunch of your peers yeah
1: they were ba- and they gave us this whole thing about like the palestinians were stealing land or whatever right, like yeah. which i thought was kind of weird cuz we were in australia but yeah they do it there too yeah that's the thing yeah. about <laughs> palestinians they go to uh, all different places and try to steal people yeah i right believe it's lunch. called a caliphate <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah
1: yeah
2: um so emphasis yeah. on hate ooh Caliphate. Yeah. When Jews take over the
1: land, they call it a caliph love. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jews make it nice, dude. Jews. Yeah. Jews don't fucking hide the titties away. I can, I'll give them credit where credit's due.
2: I mean, you can't. The jubes.
1: Jubes, dude. Shout out to jubes, honestly.
2: Yeah. You can't hide those jubes. You can't. No. Anyway, you were in Australia. What do you remember from the? How long were you there for?
1: Uh. I want to say a week. Yeah. It's fucking weird because I was 12, and you th- you think like, well, you're close to like having. Like I don't remember so much of it, and I don't know it's because I, I wasn't like good at keeping memories yet, or is it just because no it one was should like in their life ago. do
2: anything like real major until the like out of high school because then yeah. it's like you won't be able to appreciate it. Even when you're like in college, you probably still wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah, like on the birthright trip, I feel like uh, if I did that trip, like there's the older groups and the younger groups. Any of the like eighteen to twenty two groups, like they. Didn't get as much out of that trip as all the older people yeah. go on wanted
1: to. Yeah, because they're still like, they're like, I'm horny.
0: Their best shit's ahead of them.
1: Yeah. Matt peaked. Yeah, I've already peaked, for sure. You've peaked? Yeah. Dude, I think my best days are ahead of me. Why? I'm feeling good, man. I'm an international comedian. Professional comedian. Friend. Podcaster. You didn't
2: even say good friend. I'm,
1: I'm, I didn't <laughs> want to talk about us <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic
2: No, yeah, I think um, Also, yeah, in uh, Today's world, I think your 30s and then 40s Is kind of where men hit their Prime in life. It
1: took me a while To figure this shit out. Yeah You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there are Some people that peak when they're young
2: Especially in comedy, too Like, uh I think you spent most of your 20s just being broke, and in your 30s, you actually kind of start figuring stuff out and Mm -hmm. getting stuff done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it took me longer than the average person, I think, to figure a lot of basic shit out, too, you know? So now I feel like I have, like, all these tools to really start enjoying life the way you're supposed to. Yeah. You know, like, it took me till like, I was fucking 25 to realize I can't, like get drunk all the time you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then took me like another solid couple of years to like s- really start making money you yeah. know getting marginally good at stand-up yeah you, you think know?
0: you've peaked joe uh maybe yeah probably you think yeah. so yeah what was your peak 29 really
2: yeah as far as what, what do you judge your life, uh, your life peaks on? Stand up, doing
0: drugs, stand up. I was getting the most stand up. Life was fucking perfect, and now yeah. look, stand up was was better at twenty nine than it is now. Could be. I think it was just like the excitement of like shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, so as you're older, you're like a little more jaded. I think. so. Yeah, just, like, you might actually
2: it. have had more later, but it was at a time where you thought what you had was really a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm
0: and like it just like i don't know and now like when you get to like you realize it doesn't really matter in the long run okay interesting yeah
1: yeah that is there, there perception
0: is, is reality
1: i i sort of um i do i do this i guess mental exercise where i and it's when i start thinking negatively is i imagine my life even like a few years ago and realized how depressed i'd be if you put me back in that time oh yeah you know what i mean and it makes me more grateful for the things i have now if
2: right now you were put back into your life at 29 would you be happy yeah really yeah
0: fuck yeah i'd be like hell yeah let's do this shit yeah okay because you
2: were just doing a bunch of drugs also
0: Yeah, yeah i just like doing drugs but yeah. you have a
1: Goomar now. You that's didn't have true. a Gumar when you were
0: 29. I've always had a Goomar. Oh, yeah? <laughs> no, I probably shouldn't say that. Man. Yikes, dude. <laughs> this is the first time
1: Joe's going to want to uh, beep something out in the episode. i going to have to take that part out. Well, yeah. I'll look even more
0: suspicious. <laughs> no, I've dated before Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: But this is uh, Kelly's the first girl that you've lived with, right? That's right. Yeah. that's. Uh, I've never lived with a partner before. I, I thought you lived with your old girlfriend. I know. Yeah. But you
0: were just always hanging out with her. I was always That's hanging out with what my girlfriend. Went wrong, huh? <laughs> you get sick of a person every day, huh?
1: I mean, it's it's interesting because I have a sample size of one. Yeah. So I'm like, was it just that she wasn't the one, or, and this is c- sort of like a scary thought to have, is like. Or am I incapable
0: of having a connection with somebody? That's funny. You know I don't mean? get sick of seeing Kelly. Kelly absolutely gets sick of yeah. seeing me. <laughs> and, and you always have one, right, yeah. in
1: a relationship. There's always someone that not somebody needs to love the other one more. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it can't. We can't both love each other. It's mm-hmm. That's sickening. <laughs> I love Kelly, and she likes me. Yeah. <laughs> that,
1: that's. Uh, oh, then fucking Kelly must have uh, uh, watched that Patrice bit. Cause that's a literal, Patrice, his fucking chauvinist red pill shit where it was like, the best scenario is when your woman loves you and you like her. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know if this is uh, stoicism, Patrice, or you're emotionally stunted. It's both. Yeah. <laughs> people people look up to Patrice like, oh, dude, he was like a fucking god that had all this fucking wisdom. And I was like, he was taken out by cookies. He was you diabetic. know what I mean? Well, I mean, I'm type two diabetic.
0: <laughs> type one, two, though. Can you be both? He was both. He was born with type one. I'm type really evolved into yeah. type two. I'm I
1: mean, but to be type one and then still get morbidly obese is like even more reckless. I'm t-
0: he didn't I'm have a choice.
2: I mean, yeah, he had a thyroid problem. Oh, yeah.
0: a thyroid problem. Yeah, oh, slow I'm metabolism. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. I actually,
2: I have type sixty nine diabetes. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Dude, all this shit talk I do, I'm probably gonna get fucking
0: type two diabetes. Yeah. Uh oh, you get type one diabetes, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um. How can you get type two when you, you work out all the time?
1: You gotta, you gotta be born with type one, I think. Yeah. Well, he might. But also, I dude. mean, ha- might
2: be latent. Yeah. How many fucking like geniuses are there, like artists who also were like complete fuck ups? So I don't think that like takes away from like if somebody like looks up to Patrice for ideas he had or jokes he made, the fact that he had no, diabetes. No, guys,
1: turn off elephant in the room. You can't <laughs> appreciate. it anymore only listen to art by true stoics that don't have anything interesting in their life yeah (laughs) um yeah i like patrice yeah i mean but you you when you you say no he got taken out by cookies i'm like yeah that doesn't take away from anything else i know i was actually doing a little bit of a sketch but uh he he what are your little cookie bits one of my little cookie bits yeah um he benefits from like having what is it two albums yeah, like he is the same thing of Biggie. And I'm not saying because they're both fat black guys, but like Biggie had two albums. You're saying like, like if
0: Patrice had like a Netflix special, it wouldn't be that great. If, if he was live uh, I
1: mean, a duck stand up has a bit where it's like, how do you how do you know he wasn't out of shit? Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: people are like, I would love to see Patrice like talk about. Fucking me too, and it's like, how do you know Patrice wouldn't be hosting the Daily Show right now? If Anthony, if Anthony died in
2: 2009, people would have been like, man, if Anthony cumia were around during yeah, George yeah. Floyd, yeah. I bet he'd have some real interesting things. Sam, like, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> he had some
1: great things. You to think say. you know, but you have no idea.
2: Yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah, I love Patrice also, but yeah, it's an. Im- I mean, all that ever means is like. I love this person, and I have my idea of this person who I actually never met or knew before. Yeah. And I imagine if they were alive, they'd be saying the shit that I feel now, but in a way better way than I could ever verbalize it. Yeah. I'd just be able to point to him and be like, yep, that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it would it's be a grand, great. It's self-aggrandizing. It's basically yeah.
1: saying like this person I agree with. I was. I wish they were still here to say the things that I agree with now. Yeah,
2: people don't like me when I say them, but for some <laughs> reason he was uh, talented enough to be able to be likable while saying terrible things that I think. I
0: know Patrice O'Neill would have had sex with a trans person. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim Norton's probably in heaven right now, where he's like a hero for having sex with trans people mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of like a weird little egh.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Do you guys think? um Who do you think's out of pocket in this whole uh, Kumia Burr thing?
0: What do you mean? Are Are you familiar with
2: he confronted him at the cellar or whatever? Yeah, it was like Kumia went up to him at the cellar, and I don't remember the exact story. I saw a little of it. Well, do
1: you know what predates that?
2: Uh The stuff about him and Gavin like saying his wife is ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, and then expect to be cool with the dude. It's you know what it is is because there, there's there's this um this old uh, joe rogan clip with kumia nice. and kumia's talking about how he doesn't think love exists yeah and to see kumia be like i don't understand why burr is so mad at me it's like yeah because you don't under- understand a deep feeling of of affection that you have for someone he loves underage girls yeah, though. exactly <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i um like the whole thing about like love soda kenny kicking him out of the cellar yeah. I'm like, yeah, well you, well, you don't have the social acumen to be like, oh, this guy doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. And, and and you have a beef with somebody because you said something about his wife and you're like, let me get hammered and then try to figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That being said, Kumi is very funny.
2: Yes. I do think he is just a fun drunk. Tr- I mean, I've been at, mm-hmm. like, uh, things where he's there and he's just a really – when you're drinking and hanging out, he is very funny and fun to hang out with. Okay. Um, but but. – then he's all like, if you're that guy who then just like calls someone's wife ugly and talks shit about someone's wife, and then just still tries to be that fun drunk guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you probably can't do that.
1: It's strange. I I think uh, uh, I don't even know where that came from because uh, like the I I know they were talking about I I believe the. They were just talking about like black women for some reason. Yeah, you could have just—I know, Joe. It was upsetting, but you could have just stayed there. I don't know why he had to bring up Bill Burr's wife in it.
2: I think in general they had brought him up because he's like liberal and he's always kind of been liberal. Mm-hmm. But for some reason they uh, went on on him being woke and uh, oh, it's got to be because of his black wife. Mm-hmm. who I think there's a narrative of some people in that world where they feel like Bill Burr used to be funny until he married a black woman, and Mm -hmm. now he's too liberal.
1: It's literally like uh, what Joe would say, but with 100% seriousness. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He sounds like a good guy.
2: (laughs) I think that's... uh, what some of the how some of those people in that in the compound world feel i don't know how much of that specifically is what kumia feels also but I, it's kind of the vibe i've gotten mm-hmm. from the little i've heard about it i don't i don't see like um kumia and burr have a thing let me go back and watch hours of podcasts yeah to figure to get to the bottom of this but,
0: thankfully some folks are doing that yep we'll mm-hmm. watch a supercut on the patreon we'll yeah. do a watch along yeah
2: Next watch along is Anthony Kubia and Gavin McGinnis talking about Bill Burr's wife.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Gavin McGinnis kind of falls into that category of, like, guy that couldn't quite make it as a stand-up. So then, like— Was he doing stand-up? I don't know, but I imagine. You know what I mean?
2: He was, like— No, he was in the early days of Vice.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that was all comedians back in the day. It was, like, a lot of the alt-comedy and
2: Vice world. They were, like— The alternate edgy thing. It's crazy to think about, like, Patton Oswalt and Mm. Gavin McInnes being in the same cliques.
0: Damn, a neo-Nazi and a wife murderer (laughs) teaming up. Folks, we're going to get to the bottom of it. As always, subscribe to the Patreon so we can figure out who killed Patton Oswalt's wife.
2: Yes, that's what we're doing on the Patreon from this point forward. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Be back, guys. Thanks for listening.